Hi guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of January 28th, 2022. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters, and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover leave me a like, and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss any of my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. Let's talk crowdfunding games. On the GameFound platform, there are two currently underway. The first is called White Hat and is a trick-taking game where you move your pawns around a game board when you take tricks. Landing on certain spaces trigger special actions, while others are marked with points. It plays 1-6 to six players and has a solo mode as well. It plays in 30 minutes. Also on GameFound right now is Total War Rome, the board game from PSC Games. It's based on the video game and plays 1-4 players on the table. Conquer new lands, develop your faction, claim territories, recruit armies, fight in battles, build barracks, markets and walls, raise taxes, spy, riot, trade, and more. It's for ages 14 and up and plays in 2.5-3 to three hours. Kickstarter has some big games funding right now, probably the biggest of which is Marvel Zombies board game from Come On Games. It's a co-op miniatures game based on their Zombicide series gameplay, but brings zombie heroes to the table. Players get to be zombie Marvel heroes eating up bystanders and completing objectives, battle normal superheroes, and even shield agents. It's for 1-6 to six players. The Euro favorite Lagranja is back on Kickstarter with a deluxe master set offering high quality components, new content, and more new options. It's for 1-4 to four players ages 14 and up and plays in about 2 hours. If you haven't jumped into this yet, now's the best time. Pandasaurus has a new game on Kickstarter right now called Skate Summer. Become a pro skater by playing trick cards and collecting all the lettered upgrades on the board. It's for 2-5 to five players and plays in an hour. Use a combination of cards and dice to maneuver around the board doing skateboarding tricks. A strategic Moncala board game inspired by Trajan is on Kickstarter now called Ostia. Develop the harbor of ancient Rome by chartering your fleet of ships and earning money and resources to expand your enterprise. It's for 1-4 to four players and plays in about 2 hours. If you're a fan of Crokinole, you can join the Kickstarter now for a wooden board that features all the prior innovations brought to the game by the producer Seth Hyatt. They're offering rosewood or mahogany, plus cases to keep them in. This is their 8th edition of produced boards and pieces. A new abstract game called Hens is funding now, about breeding a barnyard of prize-winning hens. Primarily a small box card game, gain points through gathering large groups of hens of the same breed in your own 4x3 grid. Simple gameplay with added goal cards for variability, it's something for everyone since it plays in only 20 minutes. Another small box kind of game is funding called Covert Cues, the deduction game. It's a family weight game for 3 to 12 players with secret roles and secret communication. Two hidden players attempt to discover who each other are by referencing their secret code word without being caught. 
the other players must vote one of them out before they can do so. There's another social deduction game on Kickstarter called Finding Anastasia for 1 to 15 players. Help reunite Anastasia with her grandmother, the Empress, in this hidden role game. There's a lot of components in the game and various ways the clues and information is shared. This one won't have a retail release, so it will only be released to backers. A Chinese worker placement game called Jiangnan Life of Gentry is funding fast on Kickstarter for one to four players. Set in the Ming Dynasty, publish your works and build your destiny as prominent artisans of China. It features worker placement, area control, and bag building mechanisms. It plays in about two hours. I Still Dream of My Father is the name of a new card-based single-player game about sorting through the wreckage of a very damn difficult relationship with your father. In 10 rounds, make choices for your character that affect the story direction. Each decision leads to a different outcome that gives you a psychological look at the person you become. Lastly, check out the second edition of the trick-taking game Yokai Septet. For three to four players, the goal is to capture high-scoring boss yokai by playing the trick-taking card game. A four-player game is played in teams. It features colorful artwork and plays in 30 minutes. In board game industry news, French board game company Yellow Games just appointed Flat River Group as its sole distributor in the US and Canada for their English print games. The group had been distributing their games for over nine years, but this new deal increases the number of channels they can sell to. The GAMA has announced their health and safety requirements for the upcoming GAMA Expo on March 14th through 18th. Every attendee must be fully vaccinated, showing vaccination cards, photos of it, or printed proof to be let in. Booster shots are encouraged, but not required. Inside all spaces, everyone must wear N95 masks unless they're eating or drinking. Warner Brothers Consumer Products has licensed out Batman and characters to Portal Games for tabletop game production. Portal Games will be creating a DC Batman-themed detective game, falling in line with their previous titles by Ignacy Trusewizek. Coming this year, look for the new Detective Batman game called Batman Everybody Lies. It will retail for $50 when released this summer. Tabletop Simulator is a Steam PC app from Berserk Games that has allowed millions of board gamers to play online versions of their favorite tabletop games virtually. The development studio has been under fire this month since one user had thoroughly documented an accusation against the mods that her gender and trans identity was being suppressed. Many game designers like Patrick Leader and James Hudson have spoken out in support, calling out Tabletop Simulator to apologize. User Zoe Allred had been banned multiple times for mentioning flagged keywords like straight, cis, and gay in the global chat, where users can text and look for games to play. One week later, on January 14th, the company's Twitter account wrote an apology to the community and the LBGTQ members in particular that their chat was meant to bring tabletop gamers together in a safe and inclusive way, but has fallen short of that standard. Berserk Games has removed the global chat from their platform permanently to avoid further allegations of homophobic or transphobic policies. Additionally, they are donating $10,000 to the National Center for Transgender Equality. 
Renegade Game Studios just announced a 2022 competitive tournament for Vampire the Masquerade Rivals deck building game, which will run from March to July around the world. It's called the 2022 Prince of the City Tournament Series. Each city involved runs a tournament to crown one player as their prince. The princes will win a Prince of the City playmat and a chance to be added into the game as a vampire card. There will also be prize packs and promos. Steamforge Games is creating a board game and tabletop RPG for RuneScape. RuneScape is one of the longest-running PC MMORPGs originally released in 2001. The board game will have a Kickstarter campaign later this year to be funded. The TTRPG will come directly to retailers. In the board game, 1-5 players can play through a quest-based campaign following the lore of Gielnor. Steamforge also announced that coming this spring is Dark Souls the role-playing game. It will feature a 5e rules engine with additional mechanisms unique to Dark Souls. The RPG book will come hardcover and can be pre-ordered in February. Everything Epic Games is releasing the mega tabletop experience Vampire the Masquerade Blood Feud to retail on February 1st. This is the same Epic game planned for Concord, North Carolina that I announced two weeks ago. It plays 4 to 32 players and is the first of its kind large-scale simulation tabletop game played over multiple areas. It takes about two hours to play. The retail edition will sell for $199.99. Doctor Who is getting a cooperative tactical board game from Gale Force 9 called Doctor Who Don't Blink. Coming April 16th, players take on the roles of the Doctor and companions who crashed the TARDIS on a derelict spaceship. The weeping angels are about, and who may move and attack whenever they aren't being watched. Players must collect the parts needed to repair the TARDIS and get off before the angels take them out. It's for 2-4 players and plays in 30 minutes. A new puzzle escape game called Exit Nightfall Manor was announced from Tim's and Cosmos. Coming March 25th, players explore a dark castle on the edge of a forest looking for an old man, solve riddles, and put together four jigsaw puzzles to save him. It's for one to four players and plays in two to three hours. These are one-shot game experiences. Tim's and Cosmos announced several more games for a release this year. Red Cliff Bay Mysteries is a co-op game with four mysteries to solve through searching locations for clues and questioning suspects. It's for one to five players and will retail for $39.95. Catch the Moon is a dexterity and strategy game for one to six players, where players try to assemble a wooden ladder structure to reach the moon. The first to do so with the fewest collapses wins. It will retail for $34.95. They have a new train game coming this year called Switch and Signal, which is a team-based cooperative game for two to four players. Stay on the tracks and deliver the goods on time, making sure the switches are set correctly. There's a Central Europe and North America map. It will retail for $49.95. Lastly, they are releasing a kid-friendly dungeon crawl game called Karak. Players build the modular dungeon maze during the game and use weapons and spells to fight monsters and gather treasure. It features dice rolling action and will retail for $39.95. Luna Imports also announced a trio of new games coming this quarter, all family-friendly. Aqua Arena has players placing predators on a quiet pond to eat while avoiding being eaten themselves. It's for 2-6 to six players and plays in 30 minutes. 
Frog Soup is a cooperative dexterity game challenging players to launch their frogs at targets in the right order to spill the witch's soup before she completes her brew. It's for one to four players and plays in 20 minutes. Dexterity Jane is a Wild West themed dexterity puzzle game where players solve real-time puzzles by bending their hands and fingers to match images on cards. It's for two to nine players and plays in 20 minutes. Garp Hill Games just announced a solo game called Legacy of You set during the Xia Dynasty in ancient China. Solve the problem of impending floods of the Yellow River and balance the incoming attacks from tribes. Build canals and defend local villages against neighboring tribes over the course of a campaign. Each game session affects the next one. Marvel Legendary is getting a new expansion set on March 9th, Doctor Strange and the Shadows of Nightmare. Strange teams up with heroes Vishanti, the Ancient One, Brother Voodoo, and Clea to battle two new mastermind and villain groups. Horrible Guild announced a Harry Potter-themed version of their game Similo coming soon. Try to guess a secret character from Harry Potter among 12 cards on the table. It plays in 10 minutes and is compatible with decks from other Similo series games. Dice Conquest is a new cooperative card and dice game from WizKids coming this April. Try to run a gauntlet of monsters and defeat the dragon Storm. There's eight different heroes to play as. There's a solo mode as well. It plays one to four players in 30 minutes. From Asmodee, check out the sequel to Welcome 2 called Welcome to the Moon. Coming February 11th, it's a new roll and write game about saving humanity and colonizing the moon. Be the first to complete all eight missions. It plays in 25 minutes and will retail for $49.99. Japanime Games has a new cooperative card game coming out in March called Tokyo Sidekick. It's inspired by Japanese comics and pop culture. Control a hero and sidekick with special abilities and send them out to battle villains. It plays two to four players ages 12 and up and will retail for $64.95. Restoration Games has a new card game coming February 9th called the Omega Virus Prologue. Collect and play three pieces of equipment to stave off the virus. It's a real-time tableau building race game. The rooms on the floor plan contain keys that unlock equipment needed to win. It's a two-player only game and will retail for $9.95. For another two-player game, Caper from Keymaster Games is getting a sequel called Caper Europe. Players are criminal masterminds trying to carry out the perfect heist in one of four European cities. Recruit a team of thieves and gear through card drafting. Keymaster Games also has a new matching game coming in February called Parks Memories Coast to Coast. Collect sets of tiles from national parks in the US. It plays in 15 to 30 minutes for two players. For a more historical and strategic two-player game, how about the strategic block war game This War Without an Enemy based on the 1642 English Civil War. Command the Royalist forces of King Charles I or the English parliamentarian troops and allies. It will have dice rolling and area control with five scenarios. It will retail for $72. Another historically themed game from Osprey Games is coming in the fall, Undaunted Stalingrad. It's a deck building game themed around World War II Stalingrad missions. It's for two players ages 14 and up and plays in 45 to 60 minutes. Funko Games announced a new movie-themed board game coming this summer, E.T. the Extraterrestrial Light Years From Home game. It's a cooperative game where players try to help E.T. gather the parts needed to make a communication device to phone home 
while avoiding the federal agents. It's for two to four players and will retail for $29.99. Funko Games will also be releasing a new edition of the Haunted Mansion Call of the Spirits game. This is the Magic Kingdom Park edition and will feature art from the Disney World Magic Kingdom version of the ride. It will come with a glow-in-the-dark hitchhiking ghosts piece. The Op is releasing a 3D strategy game on February 24th called Mountains Out of Mole Hills. Players are moles competing to be the top tunneler, digging tunnels below ground, and making molehills above ground. It features a two-level game board. It's for two to four players and plays in under an hour. For news of what's going on with the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel and myself, you may have seen the video announcement a couple weeks ago about the Vampire Masquerade Blood Feud event held in Concord, North Carolina. The event was scheduled for last Saturday, but due to inclement winter weather, it had to be postponed. The event will be rescheduled, likely for a date in February or early March, to be determined. Unfortunately, when it snows in North Carolina, everything shuts down and it's really unsafe to travel. I have some disappointing news to share as well about one of the tutorials that I was working on. So last week, my laptop blue screened and crashed. I could not recover the current projects that I was working on and had to fully reinstall Windows and rely on what was saved on my external drives. At the same time, I was sick with a really bad cold for like five days. It knocked me out completely. As for the laptop, I've got everything backed up except the current video I was editing, Tidal Blades Heroes of the Reef. I was 90% done with editing the video and ready to render it, and that's when the computer crashed, starting with the audio. It's been a real letdown, as I had been working on this for about 20 hours, and I was so close to being done with it. It was supposed to be the tutorial to come out this Tuesday. Now I'm quite behind since I had to give up the computer to a local repair shop for a few days. They fixed it up and it's working properly, but now I'm starting from scratch on all new videos. So I've got some tutorial scripts prepared and recorded the dialogues this week. My goal this weekend is to film and edit all the shots needed for Bora Bora, the Stefan Feld game. I would hate to be off schedule and not deliver a tutorial on time, so I'm going to do the best I can with what time I have. Additionally, I'll need to record and edit a new podcast episode with Jay since we don't have one prepped. In our last episode, uh, we discussed our best recommendations for how to teach board games at the table and shared what games we've been playing lately. You should take a listen. The last tutorial video I made was for Carcassonne, and I taught several of its expansions that I have in the big box version of the game that I own. It's a modern classic, so check it out. In the previous Jay's Takeaways video, Jay discussed his love of the two-player card game Hanamikoji, which is great since it's getting a reprint soon and I'll be picking up a copy for myself. I also released three new unboxing videos on the channel that you can check out. The expansion to Nidavellir called Thingvellir, the big box edition of Hansa Teutonica, and the great puzzle game Ubongo 3D. Thanks for tuning in to today's news update, and I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.